Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So many of you have sent me this story from British Columbia about a prison who found drugs on a pigeon. A pigeon was located at Pacific Institution inside the walls, and it appeared to have a small package, sort of like a backpack attached to it. So they uh, they caught it, and it the package was full of crystal meth. This happened at the end of last year, December 29th, at the Maximum, Medium, and Minimum Federal Penitentiary located at Abbotsford. That's in British Columbia. So I guess the pigeon was found in one of the recreation yards at the institution. It was spotted by a correctional officer uh, and security intelligence officers when the officers were doing their standard patrols around and throughout the unit and institution. And that's when they initially spotted the bird with the package on it. So we're making good news for correctional officers in Canada about, uh, about their prison assignments. And so then they went ahead and tracked that bird and they found out that it had crystal meth in the backpack. Now, they don't know whether it was being trained by someone in the prison or someone outside of the prison. Uh, I don't know either. But uh, they obviously uh, went ahead and took the crystal meth, bastards, and they let the pigeon go. Uh, (laughs) So now I guess we're using uh, old school technology to uh, sneak drugs into the prison. I'm sure this has been happening for quite some time. I mean, they have anti-drone technology at a lot of these prisons. So, you know, they, because drones come and they drop the drugs into the system. We know that uh, they, a lot of times, and this is just, you know, me uh, letting you know, that uh, they put drugs in, say, like a tennis ball, and then they throw it over the fence, right? So it just bounces in the yard, boom, and then, you know, someone uh, delegated to pick up the the drugs, picks up the tennis ball, and then they have drugs in prison. Now, there's many other ways that drugs get snuck into the prison, Uh, no question. But this particular one made big news because it was on the back of a pigeon. And it sounds like the backpack was pretty big, uh, when you look at the pictures, the backpack was pretty big, so maybe we started getting carried away at the amount of meth we're going to stuff into the old pigeon backpack. <laughs> the only thing that I see in this story that makes what makes me think, I mean, it's great. They were all doing their jobs, a wonderful job that they're doing at the, uh, at the Abbotsford Penitentiary and the prison guards, the correctional officers were doing a wonderful job and they're doing their job to the best of their ability. The only thing that I can think of is who didn't get paid. What guard didn't get paid so that they busted the narco pigeon? I know. I I don't, you know, maybe that's just me. I just feel like this couldn't have been the first pigeon to be flying things in and out of this prison. So there had to have been a guard that did not get their cut. And I told you, I told you, I don't get my cut. The pigeon way is going down and now it has. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. A reminder for those of you listening live today, today is the 10th of January, 2023. 
Uh, it's also the day that the Mega Millions drawing will take place for $1.1 billion for the jackpot, which is $568.7 million. I would like to say that I would go ahead and accept the cash payout of $568.7 million if I were the winner. If nobody wins this, it will definitely become the biggest jackpot in history. Right now, you're still hanging in there down at third or fourth or something like that. So if nobody wins tonight, you're looking at the biggest Mega Millions, possibly the biggest lottery jackpot of all time. So good luck. Hope you, uh, hope you win. I mean that. Man, do I hope you win. How about that national championship last night, huh? Woo! TCU was not up to snuff. It's a shame because they had such a good season and they didn't get a chance to highlight what got them there because Georgia crushed TCU. 65-7. to Woo! There was no doubt who the national champion was, man. Uh, it is the Georgia Bulldogs. Congratulations to them for crushing TCU last night in Los Angeles at SoFi. And so, <laughs> it was ugly. It was ugly. For if, you're t- if you were rooting for TCU, ugly. If you were rooting for Georgia, it was not ugly. It was a good, good night. So congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs as they are the 2023 back-to-back national champions as they defeated TCU 65-7. to Also, uh, t- today, DeMar Hamlin uh, released from the hospital after his cardiac arrest. Uh, he left the hospital a week after he collapsed in the uh, Monday night football game. And we had to uh, revamp the entire playoff system because of his collapse because we couldn't just do the easy fix. The NFL couldn't just do the easy fix. Anyway, he is uh, out of the hospital and uh, good for him. Uh, He was, you know, going to the airport and uh, we'll see if he gets home and make sure everything is great. He has had the unwavering support of football fans since his uh, collapse at uh, Paycor Stadium on Monday night. So, hope the best, pray for the best for DeBar Hamlin. As I said, he's headed back to New York, Buffalo, New York, that is. I was looking at a uh, poll or a study from WalletHub that was showing the best states for families, and New York is number three on the list. Uh, Minnesota's number two, Massachusetts number one. New York is number three, number three on the list. And yet, what do I hear coming out of New York? Well, there's hospitals. These nurses are going on strike. If you get sick, you know, you might have to go to another hospital. Or if you're in this hospital, good luck. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, I mean, New York City, they're shutting down. Three hospitals have been shut down with no nurses. Uh, They closely negotiated a couple other hospitals uh, to not go on strike. I don't know if that's going to stand or not because they thought they had a deal with these nurses and then, nope, we're not agreeing to that. We're going to go on strike. So the nurses are striking uh, for higher pay. 
uh, increased staffing. Uh, okay, uh, you know, it sounds reasonable. Uh, they do wonderful work. I don't know if uh, I realize that uh, nurses are uh, a pretty, uh, pretty strong proponent of uh, what you need in hospitals. <laughs> uh, just saying. So then we have that happening in New York. Now we have lawmakers in New York uh, outraged over the uh, crime and the shoplifting crisis that's killing businesses. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, those two things alone does not bode well for families. Again, New York is number three from Wallet Hub. Weird. So they're trying to bring back the old uh, tactics from the 90s. Wasn't that Rudy Giuliani? Yeah, we don't like him anymore, so never mind. Uh, which actually reduced crime? Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, all right. We'll see if they actually pull that off. They have what some call a revolving door uh, of crime and criminals. Uh, they talk about uh, last week they gave statistics that 327 career crooks were busted a total of 6,600 times. Yeah, that's when they called uh, this the revolving door of criminality. <laughs> yeah, so New York sounds good. Sounds good. I know they want to bring back the uh, bail reform law that targets, uh, you know, repeat offenders. Yeah, how about we do that? How about we actually charge these people with uh, increasing penalties? Instead of just a slap on the wrist and no bail and get out of here. That's a, you know, seems to be a good idea. But according to Wallet Hub, New York, number three uh, state to raise a family. All right, no problem. I know Walmart has said that, yeah, you know, uh, thefts at Walmart are historically high level. Uh, that's probably going to lead to price hikes. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, persistent shoplifting could cause stores to close. Wow, that'll go over great because you know what areas those stores are in. And that was going to mean that they're racist. You can bet on that. Now, Walgreens has said they may have been too concerned about the surge of thefts and the rise in shoplifting attempts last year. Really? Okay. They claim that uh, shrink rate dropped from 3.5% in 2021 to 2.5% in the most recent quarter. We're stabilized, according to uh, their uh, chief finance officer, James Kehoe. And I would say that I would argue that they've closed some stores too, which would actually help in that stabilization. But that's just me. What do I know? I know that they talk about uh, retail loss is nearly a hundred billion dollar problem for the industry, for the National Retail Federation. Wow. So in September, I guess the, uh, the Organized Retail Crime Act, I'm sorry, it's called the Combating Organized Retail Crime Act. It's going to create a federal organized retail crime task force. Wow. I mean, I don't know that I'm a fan of that, but okay. <laughs> Retailers are saying they're going to push for more verification of online sellers to curb the resale of stolen goods. Yeah, they don't want to. They've hired their own companies that track the goods once they're stolen. We've talked about that here. And they're trying to find where they're being resold at. 
So you're going to have to find a better way on the black market to sell the goods that you're stealing, right? Walgreens has hired private security guards, locked up simple items so people can't ask them without an associate. I know uh, Walmart has done the same thing. Uh, Walmart and Target said recently that theft has been a major problem. Uh, really? Uh, Target said it lost $400 million from shrinkage. And Walmart CEO, as I said, said that they may have to uh, close some stores or increase prices. So theft is a big issue. Don't you worry about it, though. The Combating Organized Retail Crime Act is going to save us all. And you'll be able to be a part of the... uh, You'll be questioned by the Federal Organized Retail Crime Task Force. F-O-R-C-T-F. Okay, for CTF, for chewing the fat. I'm all for that. (laughs) That's it. The Federal Organized Retail Crime Task Force, or for CTF, uh, for chewing the fat, uh, as we like to call it. I'm a fan. That needs to happen. (laughs) All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So America has a new Congress, and if you're worried how it will affect the economy, you're not alone. Our deep political divide could lead to more debt, plus a further devalued dollar and big chunks out of IRA and 401k values. It's worse if you're close to retirement because there's no way to make up shortfalls. You have to take action to protect your savings. Have you considered a physical gold IRA? If so, I hope you checked out Augusta Precious Metals, a top gold IRA company known for transparency, incredible service, and taking time to educate customers. They're different. They'll even discourage a gold IRA if it's not good for you. No pressure, just facts. If you've saved at least 100000 ask for their free one-on-one web conference for private economic and gold IRA info. Act now for peace of mind about your future. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 800-700-1008. That's Augusta Precious Metals, 800-700-1008. All right, so we know that uh, the Golden Globes are back on tonight. Yay! Sure, they uh, were pulled uh, over their lack of diversity within the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, but uh, they're back on tonight on NBC. So, yay. And I hear that uh, Vladimir uh, from Ukraine is going to be making a special appearance, too, to say how wonderful the foreign press has been to them and how much more money that the Americans uh, need to send. That would be great <laughs> so we'll see who wins the old golden globes i know that uh, there's plenty of plenty of shows out there everybody everybody's in love with the uh the banshees of insurance uh insurance yeah the banshees of insurance i think that's it i watched that what a i mean that movie holy cow really weird uh but i enjoyed it it was fine 
really weird, though. Uh, holy cow. The Banshees of Inertia. Woof. Uh, Eight nominations, including nods for actors Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Kerry Connor, Barry Keegan. I mean, holy cow. Uh, it's awesome, right? I mean, it's good. I'm sure everybody loves it. So it'll be, it'll be wonderful. The Banshees. I started watching that some night over the holidays and it was like, it was late and, uh, I don't know what I was doing up, but, uh, I said, ah, yeah, man, I don't watch this. And I uh, ended up watching the whole thing till, I don't know, two or three in the morning. Whew. Uh, I'm glad I watched it, but, uh, really, really weird. But because it was so weird, uh, and, uh, and heartfelt and heartfelt that, <laughs> I uh, just happy I had the opportunity to watch it. So I guess best picture, Avatar, Way of Water, uh, Elvis, The Fablemans, uh, Tar, uh, Top Gun, Maverick, Tom Cruise. I'm sure they're probably going to give that to Avatar, The Way of Water. Ugh. Best picture, musical comedy. Uh, Margot Robbie, Babylon, the Banshees, the Banshees are part of the musical comedy best picture. Okay. Everything, everywhere, all at once, glass onion and knives out mystery triangle of sadness. It's probably going to go to the Banshees, but I don't know where they get a musical comedy out of that. I mean, yes, there was music in it and that was the basis of some crazy stuff that went on because of the music, but really a musical all right whatever uh best actress kate blanchett olivia coleman she's awesome viola davis anna diarmas michelle williams i mean these are all the usual suspects best actor motion picture austin butler uh brendan fraser yeah as he fat shames and becomes a fat person in whale hugh jackman uh bill nye and uh jeremy pope so those are your those are your best pictures and best best actress uh, Leslie Manville, Margot Robbie, Anna Taylor Joy, Emma Thompson, Michelle Yeoh. Best actor, motion picture, musical, comedy. Uh, they just have so many. They want everybody to get an award, and that's what's going to happen. Is everybody's going to get an award, and that will be great. And so, can't wait for the Golden Globes tonight. No, I mean that. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Paramount Plus. So I'm watching some shows on Paramount Plus. You know, I mean, uh, you've got uh, Tulsa King and you've got uh, 1923 and uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Season two is coming up soon. And they have, uh, you were able to watch uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick on Paramount Plus. And, you know, they've got some shows that uh, you know are worth the app. And I have, I got it free and then I forgot to cancel it. So now they're charging me every month and it's the version with commercials. Okay. So I'm living with it for now for, with commercials because I pay enough for streaming devices as it is. However, the one thing that Paramount Plus does that is genius. And I don't know if it's just them, if they have uh, mastered it, but it is a genius Thing. And I thought, wow, 
why i mean i wish i would have thought of that and i really kind of did we talked about it at one time but there's no i'm not a not a coder i don't create things i just come up with ideas i'm an idea man <laughs> me and michael keaton did night shift anyway uh so what happens is when you're watching paramount plus all right so if you pause it you're in the middle of a show and you pause it okay if you pause it and stay on pause for more than five seconds an ad pops up it's just an ad there's no audio it's just a it's just a visual commercial a lot of them are promos for other shows on paramount plus but there are commercials for actual other companies that pop up and it's just the pause commercial genius i i'm just unbelievably so smart and i love it every time it Every time it happens, I love it because it's just it was a, it's a great idea. And whoever whoever has actually implemented it for Paramount Plus, I hope that you're retired on an island somewhere because that is a great idea. Uh, YouTube TV should do that. Another thing YouTube TV needs to do is they need to update their the way that they keep stored shows. So if I record a show that airs tonight and or it aired last night okay and it's promoing the golden globes right that's coming up tomorrow hey i I did i recorded it last night and there's a commercial in the show that says hey the golden globes are coming up tomorrow night all right and i recorded it so when i go back to watch the show that commercial shouldn't be there it should be updated with a new commercial inside the system and so, I mean, I, I get it. That's what I recorded. And that's what, you know, that's what aired when I recorded it. But I just feel like that those commercials, it's just another way to add, add revenue by replacing the dated ads inside of the recorded shows, update them. It's just an idea from me. I, you know, you do what you want, YouTube TV. You obviously are. And I can't believe how many shows now uh, that go to a local break on YouTube TV that where they break for their zen break and they just play music. Uh, that means there's no ad sold. Okay, I got news for you. That's not YouTube TV saying, hey, you guys should just take a zen break and relax a little bit. Uh, thank you <laughs> Thank you for that. Means a lot to me. Uh, all that says is that you don't have a commercial that you that bought and sold there. Just amazing that those uh, that those uh, spots are not filled with commercials. So that's an idea that if you come up with a way to fill those spaces for YouTube TV, you could probably get a job. You know, you could do that, or you could go to work for Oscar Mayer. Yes, it's that time of year again. Oscar Mayer is now recruiting the next class of drivers for the Wienermobile. Yay! Don't forget, you got to be outgoing, creative, friendly, enthusiastic, graduating college seniors who have an appetite for adventure to be the next hot doggers. Huh? Not only do hot doggers get to drive the Wienermobile through 20 states, but they also get to serve as an Oscar Mayer spokesperson at more than 200 events during the next year. You also have to document it on social media, which is, you know, an uneasy thing to do. So the application is up. 
I have to do is go to the Oscar Mayer website and look for how to become a hot dogger. <laughs> it's a full-time paid one-year assignment. I don't know if it says how much I'm getting paid for this gig, but uh, it's competitive salary. And uh, expenses, benefits, and team apparel are covered by Oscar Mayer, so they're going to give you a couple of shirts, and you don't have to pay for anything uh, while you're on the road. Um, experience being your own traveling public relations firm. Experience in self-managed positions with many responsibilities. Being a mini-celebrity in small towns and big cities through event appearances and media interviews. And being the driver of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Uh, it's a, that would be fun. That would be fun. I would like to actually do that. Uh, I've seen the Wienermobile up close and personal. I've also seen, uh, I think uh, I've seen the Hershey Kiss Mobile up close and personal. That is fun when they pull up because you know you're getting bags of Hershey Kisses. Oh, yeah. And so when, uh, you know, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile rolls in, you know, you're getting hot dogs, baby. <laughs> so if you're looking for a gig, you can go to uh, WM Request at uh, KraftHeinzCompany.com and uh, become a, an Oscar Mayer hot dogger. Yay! Okay, some headlines for you. Just some information that you can take with you to the uh, to the water cooler. Uh, McDonald's CEO informs employees that the company is planning corporate layoffs as part of reorganization. So you don't have to worry about anything there. It's part of a corporate layoff reorganization plan. Everything is fine. Victoria's Secret brand is CEO out as the company... Uh, Apparently is struggling following the uh, the pursuit of wokeness. Remember, they got rid of the Victoria's Secret Angels, which, by the way, uh, I loved watching the uh, Victoria's Secret Angels show. And not just the way you think. I thought it was always cool. They had great bands. You got to see some really kind of good outfits and bad outfits. And it was, it was just kind of cool. Plus, you got to see some good-looking women walk down the runway. And yet, no, we had to get rid of that because we had to get... Uh, uh, plus size models and trans models. Apparently, that has not paid off. Huh. Huh. That is really weird that that didn't pay off. I see where Epic Games has agreed to pay $520 million over an FTC investigation into Fortnite privacy violations. Oh, so... Guess that was a little bit of an issue, huh? <laughs> it violated children's privacy laws and used misleading gaming features that tricked customers into shelling out millions of dollars. Huh. So you didn't get to decide on your own. It was their fault. Uh, AstraZeneca agreed to buy clinical stage biopharmaceutical firm Syncor Pharma for a deal valued at $1.8 billion. And of course, this is all for the good of you and me and everyone that we love to strengthen its heart and kidney drugs programming. AstraZeneca 
Uh, I, I don't know where they got all this extra money from, but they're looking to, you know, purchase the old biopharmaceutical firm Syncor Pharma for uh, a mere $1.8 billion. Another pharmaceutical company, BioNTech, I don't know where these pharmaceutical companies are getting all this money. Huh. Anyway, uh, BioNTech uh, is going to buy AI expert InstaDeep for $684 million in order to integrate artificial intelligence into all aspects of the company. Not real sure what that means. I can take a pretty good guess. <laughs> But uh, they are spending uh, $684 million, which seems to be kind of cheap in today's world, for InstaDeep so that they can integrate artificial intelligence into all aspects of the company. I would look for some layoffs and some reorganization there at the old BioNTech very, very soon. But you know what? Maybe that's just me. Uh, Goldman Sachs planning to start laying off 3,200 people uh, today, I think. I think they were going to start today. Uh, they were calling uh, David, calling it David's Demolition Day after the firm's CEO. They expected a 46% drop in profits. Woo. That is, uh, that's not good. Uh, that's not good for any company, let alone a huge company like Goldman Sachs. So, uh, at least 3,200 people are uh, going to be let go on David's Demolition Day. <laughs> not funny. Not funny at all. And John Deere, the tractor of America, I mean, nothing runs like a deer, has agreed to allow U.S. farmers to repair their own tractors without using the company's parts in a victory for the growing right-to-repair movement. Uh, it's also targeted Apple. Yeah. Uh, John Deere did not want the farmers fixing their own tractors. And so farmers were like, uh, that's what we do. And, uh, we, you know, I mean, the tractors today are not the tractors of old. So, I mean, there's a lot more to it than just, you know, going in and changing a spark plug. But uh, with all the computer uh, works inside the John Deere, they believed that they had to, they were the only ones that could fix it to keep it under warranty. And so now the farmers were like, uh, how about no? Uh, we've spent uh, you know, $100,000 or more on this tractor. We're going to go ahead and fix it ourselves. And now John Deere has agreed to, you know what? You guys go ahead. That's a, probably a pretty good idea. You're farmers. You go ahead and fix it yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I see this story everywhere, and I don't know why it's such a big deal. I don't get it. So, our Noma announced that it's going to serve its last duck brain and a mallard head in 2024. It's a famous dish from them, it's a restaurant in Denmark. And it told uh, the New York Times that uh, the way fine dining currently operates is unsustainable. Okay, so um, I guess everybody wants to shell out 500 bucks for a meal, right? Why not? Or at least $500 for a meal. So the restaurant, three-star, three-Michelin-star restaurant based in Copenhagen, has topped the world's 50 best restaurants, uh, I mean, all the time. It's always there. Um, 
in fact, it. Uh, I think it was number one so many times they said, no, you can't be number one anymore, which really isn't fair. But anyway, uh, Noma uh, said that, uh, you know, look, we we had a lot of unpaid interns to, uh, to take care of stuff, but grueling hours, low pay, workplace culture that would get zero stars on Glassdoor has become the norm for fine dining restaurants. So financially and emotionally, as an employer and as a human being, it just doesn't work. So Noma will be converted into a culinary lab uh, where they're going to, I don't know, test foods that we don't know about yet. So I I guess I'm supposed to be bummed. (laughs) You know, I am bummed anytime a restaurant closes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I really don't see, okay, so Noma has to close and they're going to convert it into a lab. Whoa, man, that's a bummer. Sucks that there won't be a five-star or a three, it's not even a five-star, a three-star restaurant in Copenhagen won't be there when I go there. So how do I, how do I enjoy new Nordic cuisine? I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do that. That's where they serve reindeer hearts and duck brains. And it's just darn the luck. I won't be able to enjoy that any longer. I mean, you know, after until next year, Uh, still open until next year. So get your orders in now. Okay, so who died today? Who died today? Utah's celebrated porn-sniffing police dog, dead at the age of seven. Now, I guess I should be sad about this. I don't know that I am, though. Uh, He was just shy of his eighth birthday, by the way. Uh, Less than a year after he retired. They shouldn't have had him retire. That's what happens. You retire, the whole thing goes to hell. But uh, they didn't release the cause of death. So you know what that means. (laughs) I know. I know. You're thinking the same thing I am. Whenever they don't release the the cause of death, that's exactly what happened. So the porn-sniffing police dog named URL dead at the age of seven. Almost eight. So apparently... He was the, he's the fourth dog in the U.S. Well, now there's only three. To be certified, well, he was the fourth. uh, Trained uh, as an electronic storage detection canine. Okay? So, over the course of his law enforcement career, he took part in the execution of more than 2,000 arrest warrants, sniffing out countless pieces of digital evidence leading to the arrests of suspects often implicated in child sexual abuse. Often. Not always, though. This is what kind of ticks me off about this. Oh, you're hiding a little a little pad. Okay, a little SD card. Yeah, well, the dog just sniffed it out. 
Okay, so the sheriff's office highlighted some of the URL's most remarkable finds, including a USB drive disguised as a key on a key ring full of keys. Oh, good for you. A micro, the cop, the police officer couldn't find that. The police officer, anyway, a micro SD card hidden inside a closed baby jar in a cluttered pencil box that was inside a large cedar chest. <laughs> Maybe the guy didn't want you to find it, or the girl. An SD card resting on a high shelf, a cell phone jammed into a book, and even cell phone parts that were stashed in a wall behind a jailhouse toilet. So URL uh, was not bred as a police dog, however, though. URL is an amazing story. Uh, was a pound puppy, bouncing between animal shelters and foster homes. And then they said, hey, uh, this dog is untrainable. It's got behavioral issues. But the Central Indiana Labrador Rescue and Adoption... i got to say that correctly. I don't want to give them their proper due. The Central Indiana Labrador Rescue and Adoption recognized the pup's unique talents and drive. Yeah, I mean, how do you tell that? Oh, look, I bet you that dog would be able to find an SD card in a baby bottle. (laughs) So apparently this was, uh, at the time, uh, the fledgling nationwide electronic storage detection canine training program. Yeah, man, I bet you that's a booming thing. Give me a break. Okay, so unlike other canine dogs... Uh, which are rewarded with playtime or a toy for their work. No, no, no. Not electronic storage sniffing dogs like URL. They're rewarded with food. I mean, I'll find your I'll find your <laughs> SD cards for food. What do you want? Just tell me what you want. Where do you want me to search in there? See if you can find the the UR see if you can find the SD card in that pile of pencils over there and we'll give you some free food. I can do that. Okay. All right. So anyway, I guess he was nicknamed the porn sniffing dog because he was uh, made several appearances on the TV show Cops, which is a racist, horrific show. I don't even know why they allow that back on. I believe it's up and running again now. So URL uh, dead at the age of seven. And I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm sad about that or not. I mean, I guess rest in peace, but I'll just leave it at that. Rest in peace, but I've been seeing this make the rounds for the last couple of weeks, and it just makes me laugh because uh, it sounds like every radio engineer I've ever worked for. I just want to know how to, can I, what do I have to do to make it work? And uh, it'll take me two or three, the engineer will always be, well, it'll be two or three days. And uh, then when it's an emergency, it's just like, I'll come in and I'll take care of it. But uh, you just want them to explain, what do I got to do to make it work? It's a ra- you're a radio engineer. And they always, it, they, it's not a slam on them. I get it. <laughs> they always want everyone to think that they're smarter than they are. I got it. It's okay. You don't have to. It's It's good. I'm good with it. But when you ask them about equipment and information this is the answer you get 
Now, basically, the only new principle involved is that instead of power being generated by the relative motion of conductors and fluxes, it's produced by the modial interaction of magneto-reluctance and capacitive directance. The original machine had a base plate of prefamulated amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two spurving bearings were in a direct line with a panometric fan. Oh. The lineup consisted simply of six hydrocoptic marzal veins, so fitted to the ambifacient lunar wane shaft <laughs> that side fumbling was effectively prevented. <laughs> you don't have side fumbling. The main winding was of the normal lotus o deltoid type placed in panendermic right. semi-boloid slots of the stator. Every seventh conductor being connected by a non-reversible tremie pipe to the differential girdle spring on the up end All of the right. line meters. Now that was Moreover, an excellent... whenever oh, fluorescent score done. motion is required... It may also be employed in conjunction with a drawn reciprocation dingle arm to reduce sinusoidal depolarization. The, the retroencabulator has now reached a high level of development, and it's being successfully used in the operation of Milford Trunnions. Ah, oh, that is awesome. Now that is what I'm talking about when I say that sounds like every radio engineer I've ever worked for. I just want to know how to get it to work. I, I know that we care about the infimulator and the uh, the Fenortner, but I just want to know how to make it work. That's it. Just tell me. What do I have to do to make it work? and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.